Hey everyone, and welcome to the Spooniepreneur Podcast. I'm Nicole Muir, an ex-social worker turned CEO of a virtual support agency. My passion is helping those of us living with chronic illness to see how entrepreneurship can help us pay the bills, find a sense of purpose, and build a flexible life that allows us to balance it all. On this podcast, I'm talking with business owners from all walks of life to learn how they're running their businesses. I'm also going to take you behind the scenes into how I run a six-figure business while living with fibromyalgia, bipolar disorder, irritable bowel syndrome, and anxiety. If you are a spooniepreneur or thinking about starting a business, you are in the right place. Hey, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the Spooniepreneur Podcast. Today, I'm talking with Barbie Wharton. She is a speaker, writer. She is a dance event boss. She is a mom, and she is a Bell's palsy survivor. In other words, she has a lot on her plate, and she balances it beautifully. Um, Barbie and I have a really great conversation about what it looks like to pivot your life and your business because like so many people in 2020, her business changed. You know, one business closed, she decided that she wanted to follow her passion and start a new business. Starting a new business during a pandemic is not an easy thing. And that's what we're going to be talking about on today's episode. So with that said, let's just dive right in. Hey, everybody. I am sitting here today with Barbie Wharton. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me, Nicole. It's such a beautiful day here. I don't know what it's like there, but it's just, it's so beautiful. It was so nice to wake up this morning. Yes, it is. It's pretty gorgeous here as well. Where are you at in the U.S. just for everybody? I'm actually in Canada, so I'm very lucky to live in Vancouver, Ah, British Columbia. It's very beautiful here. I'm very lucky to be here. Yeah. And we're having a, a nice, mild um, winter so far. Sounds lovely. So why don't we start with you telling our listeners just a little bit about who you are and what you're up to in the world? Um, so like you said, my name is Barbie and currently I am starting again after COVID had to close our family business running dance competitions for kids up here in, in Canada. And I'm very excited to try Um, to be starting again, like I said, getting back up and being brave. So I'm planning to launch four events in 2021. If they don't go, then we'll try again in 2022. Gonna get back up and try again. Um, Yeah, currently I'm just, you know, enjoying life with my my partner. We got engaged last summer and doing a little bit of a reno. And it's really nice to you know, just be having this kind of shift and refocus of energy and have this time to kind of really focus and spend some time on myself and have some time for self-care and, and things like that. Kind of one of the the hidden silver linings of this whole experience is I feel like all of the busyness and the noise has stopped and we all have to get really clear about what really matters, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that at at first that was kind of a cliche that we just kind of heard all the time. Mm -hmm. And now that we've actually had a chunk of time, it's not just three or four weeks where at the beginning, I really did feel, oh, I'm going to use all this time and I'm going to work on my social media and I'm going to get my podcast off the ground and I'm going to do all these things. It was like, we were taking that busyness and just faking that it's self-care almost. Mm -hmm. And now, because it's been so long, even the idea of having another lockdown now isn't 
it is a little bit scary because we know what it is, but it's, I'm also kind of being like, okay, I'll, I'll be okay with that because Mm -hmm. now I kind of know what to expect. And that whole forced self-care time is what we really need in this world because nobody even really knows what it is. I mean, I didn't when I first started um, learning about it. Mm -hmm. And I think um, running a business makes you approach self-care differently. Would you agree? Absolutely. I mean, I, I just really thought, you know, when I was younger and I'm 40 now and that, you know, self-care is, um, you know, make sure you take a spa day and go get a massage. And, you know, when I started working with a spiritual coach and she, she said that, what do you do for self-care? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I'm going to get my nails done. Doesn't everybody do that? Right. And, you know, then, um, I got Bell's palsy in 2015 and you literally, unless you learn those lessons, the universe literally smacks you upside the face is what I say. Mm. And you need to slow down. And Mm. that's what the universe in this global kind of thing that we're in right now, this weird space in between is where we're all being forced to learn to pay attention and be able to be by yourself and all those weird things mm-hmm. that, um, as an entrepreneur, but also as women, um, typically moms. And it's just that you never stop. Like there's never, you never stop. Mm-hmm. And I never wanted to, it's not like I, you know, back then I ever thought, Oh God, I wish I could just sit here by myself for six months. Like I, I don't like, I didn't want that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the universe really is like, Hey, you know what? Something's going on. I'm going to paralyze half your face. That'll be fun. (laughs) (laughs) So do you mind if we talk about that a little bit? Because I think for a lot of us, especially those of us who have gotten sick, you know, with any kind of chronic health condition later in our lives, it seems like the, it's that moment where it just smacks us in the face. You can't keep going the way that you're going. Right. Absolutely. You can't, um, you can't fight that. That's not something that you're allowed to say it's right or wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. So when I woke up in 2015, I was on the way, you know, dropping kids off at school. I had like Mm -hmm. a, I think they were like seven and five and get up and you're putting on shoes. And of course, everybody who has young kids knows all mornings are very calm, right? All so calm. (laughs) never and eat your breakfast and get in the car and where's your shoe. And, Mm -hmm. and I didn't really, whatever my face felt weird. It was weird. And, um, you know, so the question people always ask me, you know, were you shocked? And I just, no, I wasn't. I looking back, I had this overwhelming sense of, okay, well, I guess there's something to figure out. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of took me down the, my spiritual journey that way, where I learned about the universe and the messages that the universe gives you. And so, of course, the first thing I did was look it up, you know, Louise Hay, meaning of paralyzed face or something like that, because I didn't right. know. Right. Um, I'd never heard of Bell's palsy before. And it basically, the what it says is you're not using your voice. Mm-hmm. And... First of all, that's ridiculous. I never stopped talking. Everybody's like, oh, Barbie, you're always talking. (laughs) And, you know, digging into it more and doing more work inside, I realized that, no, I wasn't sticking up for myself. 
I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't speaking up for my opinions. I didn't even really have any opinions when I thought about it. You know, I'm a Gemini and my personality is I can kind of go with the flow and I don't, you know, I don't have any very strong opinions in in certain areas other than just be nice to people and don't be a jerk. But (laughs) um, I can very easily see both sides of the scenario. Mm -hmm. Um, but when I do have a very strong opinion, I tend to turtle in because I don't want to make someone upset or I don't want to rock the boat or I don't, you know, which is very, we, a lot of us Mm -hmm. do that. And that's what I was doing in my life. And so the universe was just, you know, you listen to the little message, a little message, a little message, and then you don't listen and sorry, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's what happens, you know, like you're saying with any kind of chronic illness or chronic, um, I don't know what you would call it. Like thing that you have, you know? Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's just pretty much that. Like that's what kind of happened to me. So it's been about five years. I have about, uh, they say 80 to 85% back in my face. Mm -hmm. And, um, I feel really fortunate. A lot of people don't get, you know, some people wake up two weeks later and they're totally sound again. Mm-hmm. And of course I thought that's oh, fine. You know what? Like it's just two or three weeks. I can live with it. No big deal. Just, I got this. And then two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, you know, six months. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my eyebrow started to move. I think it was a month and a half. It took for me to even start to get any sort of um, healing. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's why it's, it's, I like to do things big, you know, go bigger, get home, go home. Right. <laughs> so and I anyways and I think that the sense of resilience we get from having that chronic health challenge having that you know that thing that happens to us um, helps us be better entrepreneurs because we're used to having to be resilient in our businesses you know when we have to start again we know that we can do it because we've had to do this really hard thing with our health. So I'm interested about, you know, COVID happens and you realize that you need to start this new business. So what does that look like for you? Um, yeah, you know, having Bell's palsy was a really big eye opener because you, like I said, have no choice about what's happening when we are, you know, we're entrepreneurs and typically any successful entrepreneurs or people who are crazy enough to try, <laughs> um, are type A personalities. So for me, you know, you have a plan, you do your thing. This is what I'm going to do. Like for me, I went to high school, went to university, got the thing, did the job, got to be the operations manager, was running the company, had the babies, got married then you're like okay now what right right and you have sorry we have a little bit of a gong show going on here with my dog I don't know if you can hear but I'm trying to get rid of my we have a puppy he's she's nine months so she likes to be out and about but love it <laughs> um so you tend to want to always have a plan stick to a plan and this is what's going to happen and you know I talk to young entrepreneurs now where you gotta throw the plan out mm-hmm. you know I'm all for for goal setting Um, I tend to speak about in the way I set goals is the feeling that you want to be achieving, not, um, a number or a day or, you know, or I'm going to be married and have two kids by the time I'm 30. Well, good luck, buddy, because you kind of need a little bit. It's just not you. You have, there's other influencers, right? And so when we start to do that and try to control our life is when the universe shuts us down, Mm -hmm. which is like COVID. So now, you know, I had this situation where we were stuck in a business decision. Um, and my mom, my sister and I made, and we closed our company 
And then, you know, I was heartbroken because it's a big part of my identity and my job. I'm very passionate about it. Love it. Love being on stage. Love speaking to dancers and parents. It just lights me up. Mm -hmm. So very depressed for probably two or three weeks. Um, My partner, Trevor, is very supportive and and I just can't imagine going through it without him. And then I woke up and I was like, well, I kind of need a job. Like I'm 40 years old, very independent woman. I'm not gonna, I gotta have, you know, my own, my own thing in life. So I better kind of figure this out. And then I, you know, really kind of dug inside and I'm like, I'm not ready to let this go. So I thought that it would be super great idea during a pandemic to start a company making large events for children. I thought, you know, why not do that? Like, let's just, let's just throw our hat into that. So, (laughs) um, you know, and that's okay. I have some great customers and we'll just, we'll make it happen if it happens. And if not, then we'll do it in 2022. But like you're saying, the lessons learned from Bell's palsy, learned from these things that happen to us that you can't control is you got to roll with the punches because the more that we fixate and furnace on that anxiety and all those things that I've done for so long, you're mm-hmm. not going to get anywhere. You're just going to be mm-hmm. sick. You're going to get sick. Mm-hmm. You're going to hurt yourself. You're going to get cancer or, or whatever. Cause that mm-hmm. is what manifests that all that toxic crap in our system manifests into something. It's gotta go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if somebody, you know, listening to this podcast is in a similar position where, you know, the thing that they thought they were going to do is just, it's changing for whatever reason, whether it's because of COVID or because their health challenges make it impossible for them to do the thing that they love. What is the number one thing that you would tell them that they need to be doing or thinking when it comes to being resilient in that way? Well, I like to tell people that you got to focus on things that you're good at. So for me personally, when I was a dancer, um, I was terrible at tap, like horrible at tap. (laughs) And, you know, back then you always have to, you have to be well-rounded, right? So you, you know, you do all the things, but I was horrible. And I would fixate on getting better at tap because I wasn't good at tap. So I had to be good at tap and be good at And instead of then when I clued in, you know, my mom said when you were 12 or 13, you finally clued in that you're so gifted on stage presence. And, you know, so I, instead of focusing on how bad I was at technique or certain parts, mm-hmm. I really shifted and tried to focus on what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're stuck in a position of having any sort of chronic illness or the universe shutting you down or anything. And all you do is focus on that, even the positive parts about it, or I need to get better, or I need to solve this problem. Mm -hmm. All you're doing is focusing on that instead Mm -hmm. of saying, Hey, you know, yourself is a perfect example. What can I do from home? What can I do? What am I able to do? Right. And for me, that was this business. I am very capable of doing anything. You know, Mm -hmm. I could go out, um, you know, I do graphic design. Okay. No problem. I could go out and get a graphic designer job and sit at a desk for me to four. I'm not going to do that. That will kill my soul essentially. (laughs) So I need to be out and about and doing things just like this, you know, being on your podcast this morning will motivate me for the rest of my day, just because it's so exciting to be talking to other entrepreneurs and people going through crap, just like, mm-hmm. like we are. Um, so just that whole focusing on what you can do. 
And especially now, like even a year ago, you know, Trevor and I, we talk about this quite a bit, like a year ago. Yeah. Of course there was zoom. And of course we're, we're so, we're so technologically advanced. Like, okay, that's great. <laughs> right now. Are you crazy? Like I can, I don't even have to leave my house. I can go to the doctor on zoom. He had, mm-hmm. he had to be in court for something. He was on zoom for court. Like it is mm-hmm. awesome. So in this day right now, there is such a great excuse to try something that you maybe thought that you couldn't do or didn't want to, or you too scared. Mm -hmm. Um, I never thought that people would ask me to be on podcasts. Like who wants to hear (laughs) my story? And it's great because now I have the time and I have the setup and it's, it's, it's so fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now's the time for sure to focus on those things that you wanted to do or want to try, or you wanted to mm-hmm. start a baking channel or Gary V said something that was really cool. I really liked. And he was talking about, you know, focusing on things that you like. And if you're passionate about, I think it was dog houses. So you're passionate about dogs and you love dogs and you build dog houses. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't get paid for it, you start a blog about dog houses and you talk about dog houses and you podcast about dog houses. And then other people who are passionate about dog houses will find you because you are passionate about that and people are attracted mm-hmm. to that. So I thought it was really kind of a cute thing where even if it's some random weird thing that you're passionate about, um, just give it a try because why not really? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I kind of try to say is focus. Let's try to focus on what we're good at and lift each other up and give each other compliments about what, you know, we're good at or what you admire about somebody to make sure, uh, especially right now that that little boost of confidence could mean, mean, um, so much, mm-hmm. you know, we're all good at different things. Let's let people know what we admire about them. And, yeah. you know, you can, you know, yeah, you and me probably, we're not going to be the next NBA basketball stars. I don't even, I don't even know if it's basketball season right now to tell you the truth, but (laughs) we're going to focus on things that we're good at and and go forward with that. So that's what I would say. (laughs) Yeah. So what question have I not asked you that I should have? Um, Oh, that's, that's a big one. That's a big one. Um, I don't know. Like I really, um, we kind of hit on the things that I like to talk about most and just supporting people in your family. Um, however, you didn't ask me about my new puppy, Cherry. You know, I am a dog mom. There are two dogs in our house. So I love dogs. So tell me, (laughs) was this like your, was this like your pandemic distraction to get a puppy? Actually super funny. So uh, this is my second, my second marriage right now. And mm-hmm. Trev's uh, a dog, dog person. He's always had dogs yeah. his whole life. And, you know, so, you know, we've gone through, we've been through a lot of, you know, readjusting, we call it recalibrating in the past couple of years. And, yeah. you know, we've been together for a long time and, and oh, I want to get a dog. Absolutely not. Like we finally <laughs> have every two weeks, like we have teenagers, you know, mm-hmm. four teenage boys and, you know, so we're split. I'm, I'm there. He's here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he wants to get a dog. And I said, absolutely not. Every second week we have Wednesday to Sunday. We have no boys at all in either house. And, you know, we can go away for the weekend and mm-hmm. no, absolutely not. And he's like, okay. And I found these, this dogs that I like, they're called legatos and they're really, I think they're perfect. I'm like, great. It's an 18 month waiting list. Put her name down. We'll talk about <laughs> it in a year and a half. It's totally fine. Good. Okay, honey, you go. 
literally, like, I think he said it was less than a month later, the breeder. And um, so these, I don't, I don't know if you're, you've gotten dog from breeder, but they, of course, as a mom, I was like, I want to rescue the dog. I want to rescue and get a rescue dog. But up here in Canada, it's a little bit different um, mm-hmm. as easy. And, and also too, he said, you need a puppy because you need to learn with the dog, which is very mm-hmm. true. So, you know, about a month later, he calls in the breeder who typically you have to go through a lot of pro- like interviews and all this mm-hmm. for, to, to make sure you're okay. And she, she's like, Hey, I have these dogs. And I guess she, she couldn't get them across the line to buyers mm-hmm. in the States because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And so he, uh, she says, well, you have an hour to decide. <laughs> so <laughs> like I have this huge line of, or list of people that want these dogs. So, you know, like I told you before, I'm a universe girl. So, all right, well, that's more than meant to be. Right. And um, yeah, so she sent us a video of these two puppies, the two that were remaining. And there was a female who was, you know, she's fun, but she's kind of chill. Like mm-hmm. she's a girl. And then the boy, like the brother was like just a lunatic, like running around crazy everywhere in the pen. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that one. And and yeah, like I said, because I was so depressed and just in this transition period, Trev was like, let's go get you a baby. <laughs> yeah. So, and I just totally changed my life. And she just mm-hmm. keeps me company when I'm lonely. And now I understand this dog thing. Like right? I always understood that people love dogs and I thought that was great. And now I'm like, Oh, you get it. Now. That's what people yeah. are talking about. Um, so anyways, actually coming back to the theme of self-care, I now I, that just made me realize that, that what I, what a cool thing uh, to invite another being into your space for, for mm-hmm. self-care. I think that that's definitely something that I um, have learned in the past year for sure. Nice. So if people want to learn more about the work that you're doing or connect with you on social media, how can they find you? Mm, I love to talk to people on social media. So I have two feeds that I, that I, that I use. So my personal one is Barbie Wharton, pretty easy to remember <laughs> on both uh, Instagram and Facebook. And then my dance competition that I'm starting is called B1 Dance Productions. And you can find it at B1.dance on Instagram and B1 Dance Productions on Facebook. And I would love to chat with, well, anybody, I love to chat all the time, but anybody, um, any dancers out there, um, about my events. And I've also started a new, um, essential oil line called B1 essentials that I'm really excited about. And my personal feeds, I really love to reach out to people, uh, typically women about self-care, um, being a mom and, and trying to keep it all together or trying to think you need to keep it all together is what I should say. Like, absolutely not. And, um, Bell's palsy, of course. You know, I've been talking a lot about that. There's a real need in our community for people to come together who do fall with Bell's palsy. Um, there's not a lot of information out there because it's not a life-threatening um, thing that happens to you. All you know, research money are put into cancers and right. and, and, and and chronic, like of course, like things that are really um, can kill you essentially. Mm-hmm. And because Bell's palsy doesn't, that condition doesn't receive a lot of, you know, publicity and research. So I'm trying to be very vocal in the Bell's palsy community just to reach out and support people who are going through that right now. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Like I said, uh, great start to the day. I love talking to other entrepreneurs who are out there and doing their best and putting on a smile every day. And you sure have a great 
big smile. I know we're doing an audio podcast, but I can see your face on my video and, and you're such a great human. And thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Spooniepreneur podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share with your friends and don't forget to rate and review it on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you're looking to build a business that runs on word of mouth referrals, and who doesn't, head on over to www.resilientbusinesstoolkit to check out my free masterclass teaching you to build a marketing plan that drives word of mouth referrals into your inbox every month. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next week.